episode 56, and this week I have an interview with Nicholas Dipinopoulos from Akiba Backup. Latest Joomla news, design tips, marketing ideas, and interviews with experts in the industry. Beginner or professional, this podcast is for Joomla enthusiasts. Welcome to the Joomla Beat podcast with your host, Peter Bewey. Peter Bewey. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Joomla Beat podcast, the podcast all about designing, developing, managing, marketing, and hang on, I missed one. Designing, developing, managing, and marketing your Joomla website. If you haven't listened to this podcast before, please make sure you check out the Joomla Beat website at joomlabe.at. There's a dot in between the word beat. Hang on, no. A dot between the B-E and the A-T in the word beat. So make sure you check out the website where you'll get a whole bunch of news, blog posts, video casts as well, and so many, many more resources all about Joomla uh, to get the most out of your Joomla websites, your managing and designing, all those things, all those different aspects, all at the Joomla Beat website. So make sure you check that out. Now, before I get into anything, I also have to thank our lovely guys, our hosting guys at SiteGround, SiteGround.com. And if you go to joomlabe.at slash SiteGround, you can get a lovely 60% off a hosting account with SiteGround. They're the lovely guys that do all of the hosting for the podcast and all that jazz, all the support, and they do a fantastic job of it. I can't thank them enough. And they have just celebrated their 10th birthday. They just celebrated their 10th birthday on the 22nd of March. So you can see a whole bunch of blog posts and uh, Twitter images from their little party that they had over the weekend. So make sure you check that one out as well. It'll be on the Joomla Beat website at joomlabe.at slash siteground10. And there you'll be able to see a little uh, Twitter feed, I guess, of their birthday wrap-up. All right, now that was a pretty long intro. I probably talked a little bit too much in that one. But coming up on this podcast episode, I have an interview with Nicholas Dipinopoulos, who I managed to lock down and speak to at the Joomla World Conference. And uh, we talked a little bit about how he got into Joomla, how he started Akiba Backup in general, the has to be the most popular backup component for Joomla out there, I think, as long uh, as well as all the other great, fantastic tools that Nicholas has put together and has released to the community as well. I'll be talking about that uh, a little later on in this show. So if you want to skip straight to that, just fast forward just about 15 minutes or so and you'll get to that podcast interview. Now, before I get into any of that, let's get into some Joomla news. For more Joomla tips and industry news, joomlab.at. We're posting by SiteGround. So a few Joomla news updates for this week. First off, we've just had Joomla Day Netherlands pass on the weekend. And uh, I think over 300 attendees gathered for that particular event. So a fantastic event, a fairly large one as well in comparison to a lot of the others in the Joomla community. But a lot of chatter, a lot of work, and a lot of people have had a lot of great times uh, over that weekend. Everything from absorbing a lot of presentations all the way to the fantastic food and networking that happened on that weekend. I put a little blog post up on the Joomla Beat website at joomlabe.at slash jd14nl. 
and that will get you right to the Storify feed for that one. But uh, a couple of highlights that came out from that particular weekend, I'll just pull them up here in front of me. Uh, there's a video that went out that was uh, produced and released just after on the 24th of March. So I'll make sure I put links up to that in the show notes where you can actually see a really good overview. It's an eight-minute video. And it gives you a really good overview of the entire event. But there's some really fantastic presentations that came out of that too. As soon as I find them, I'll post all of those links up to the show notes of this podcast episode, giving you a little bit of a recap of what's actually happening out there in the Joomla community. I know there's a couple of uh, presentations that are out there at the moment that talk about Joomla 3.3 and its release cycle, what we're expecting, its potential release date, and all sorts of other little aspects as well. So that one's very, very uh, interesting and worth checking out. So make sure you check out the show notes for this podcast episode so you can see that that presentation by Michael Babker, I think it was. So make sure you check that one out. And in some other related conference news, don't forget that J and Beyond Conference is coming up real soon. It's coming up, I think it was on the 30th of May. Let me just check those dates. 30th of May, and uh, I'm lucky enough to be going over there. I'll be doing a whole bunch of things beforehand with the leadership team, doing some training and some uh, some work in regards to organizing the Joomla project, I guess, and learning all sorts of different aspects about it. Uh, but on the May 30th to June 1st is J and Beyond, and that's being held in Germany, uh, just outside of Frankfurt in a town called Koeningstein. Koeningstein. I think I'm saying that right. I hope I'm saying that right. So check out the jandbeyond.org website for more details about that one and you can get your tickets there as well. They're 249 euros for the three-day conference, so it's well worth your money. And uh, the theme about it is a, is called Investing in Our Future. So not only is it worthwhile going to learn more about Joomla, but it's all themed around investing in Joomla and in your own futures as well. So make sure you check out all those details. Still also looking for sponsors as well. So if you're interested in sponsoring the event, make sure you get into contact with them and and uh, find out exactly what you can do in regards to sponsorship and what you can get out of sponsoring J and Beyond. Last but not least, I did do an interview with Robert Deutz all about J and Beyond, and you can check that out at joomlabe.at slash ep51 so episode 51 and you can listen to the interview all about jane beyond how robert uh, started a whole bunch of conferences back in the day and continued on with all of the J and beyond conferences as well so make sure you check that one out now one last thing before i move on to the interview Another conference announcement, the Joomla World Conference has been announced as well. The location for that particular conference has been revealed and I can say it is being held in Cancun in Mexico. That is a very interesting location. It's being held on November the 7th to 9th, so another three-day conference at the Grand Oasis in Cancun, Mexico. Now, that should be a very interesting conference to attend as well. There's also a video that was uh, created about the conference, so you can check that one out. Again, they're also looking for sponsors, but uh, another part of the world, I guess. <laughs> it's a different type of reach. Hopefully, I'll be able to go to that one as well. I'm looking forward to finding out a little bit more information about what's going on and the organization behind it too. 
Okay, so that's my wrap-up for Joomla news for this week. Next week, we'll be going into a little bit more detail in regards to release cycles and uh, uh, and Joomla 3.3 as well, which is just coming out on the horizon too. Okay, let's get straight into this interview with Nicholas Dipinopoulos from Akiba Backup. I spoke to him at the Joomla World Conference in Boston last year in 2013, and we found it really hard to find a time that suited. So this was done right at the end of the conference on the very last day, right after the final keynote that we finally managed to sit down and have a little chat. So check this one out, guys. Stay tuned as Peter brings his special guest to the table. The Joomla Beat Podcast. So I'm joined on the podcast episode this week with Nicholas Dipinopoulos from Akiba Backup, one of my most favoriteest, favoriteest, favoriteest extensions in the entire Joomla world, along with admin tools and a Kiva subscription, but we'll talk about that a bit in a, in a minute. Um, Nicholas, thank you and welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me here. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about your history and how you got into the Joomla space and the Joomla community? Back in 2003, I was working with a friend in his newly founded IT company, uh, we started not building sites, but building applications. Then we started building sites. We decided to write our own CMS. I was leading the effort. And then I found this obscure little thing called Mambo that did exactly what we wanted, the way we wanted. So I dropped all of my code and started using Mambo. Uh, then in uh, 2005, the fork happened. Joomla was born, and I said to my friend, we have to start using this Joomla thing. This is where all the cool kids go. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, from that point on, I got hooked with Joomla. And you, and you were just building sites for clients at this point? Is, is that it? Yes. I yeah. was doing uh, uh, client sites uh, at first with uh, the company together with my friend. Then uh, I got a different job, non-IT related, but I was still... Um, uh, doing uh, some freelancing, building sites for clients. Mm -hmm. So basically, I was a site integrator's last developer in the beginning. Okay. So from that, how did you make the transition to creating, I think it was Joom, Joom Backup back then? It was Joomla Back. Joomla Back. So basically, I was trying to scratch my own needs. Mm -hmm. I had um, a problem trying to upload uh, the sites that I was building for clients to their hosting providers. I was uh, working through a PSTN connection, 56K. So imagine trying to upload 4,000 files through that. <laughs> it was <laughs> unbelievable. Um, and I was uh, creating my own command line script to actually take a backup for, for of the entire site plus the database, uh, upload it to the hosting provider, then SSH there, extract this file, manually use phpMyAdmin or MySQL command line to launch their uh, database. And I was thinking there has to be a better way, more automated way, instead of me trying to run all these obscure commands. So I created the first beta version of Joomla Pack, which wasn't a component, it was an external tool written in pure PHP. And I decided to publish it online for free in uh, Nova in October 2006, the first uh, 100 downloads happened. The first few people told me, hey, this is good. 
why don't you make it into a backup component for Joomla? I was thinking, well, yeah, okay, I've never written a component for Joomla. Uh, let me give it a try. And what do you know? I started uh, <laughs> writing a backup component for Joomla. <laughs> and hey, presto, it was born. Yeah. Cool. So fast forward a few years. Now there's a, 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 that basic one. It's gone under a name change to Akiba Backup now. Yes. And there's a, that core free one and a pro one as well. That's uh, right. Can you explain to the listeners what the differences are and what they could possibly find in the pro that they wouldn't find in the core version? Okay, the core version is a free one. It already has uh, most of the features a, a user will need, but it's missing uh, some things that I consider a little more advanced, like um, automatically sending your backup to external storage, like Amazon S3, Dropbox, uh, or uh, other uh, providers, uh, or even FTP and SFTP servers. Um, the professional version has better automation tools. We have some uh, advanced filtering if you want to take uh, partial backups if you have a very large site. So if you have a small site and want to take the occasional backup, the core version is okay. It's perfectly good for you. There is no cost to downloading and using it. Um, if this is all you need, that's cool with me. Um, if you have a larger site or more complex needs, then uh, you just uh, buy the professional version. And can get a subscription for that and you update it on a very regular basis as well. Yeah, I try to provide an update at least every two months. Okay, cool. Awesome. So that's a key backup. You also have another fantastic tool that I like to use all the time called Admin Tools. Yes. Now, can you explain to listeners a little bit about that one? Okay, so Admin Tools is... Uh, I would say two things rolled into one. It's a, a collection of administrative tools, hence the name, uh, from uh, how to handle URLs to cleaning up your database periodically. And there is also the security aspect of, uh, of uh, the component. So the core release is mostly the administrative tools, plus a very few very, very basic uh, security features and the professional version uh, has the actual security uh, features. Uh, so the professional version has a web application firewall, which is um, uh, pretty much a way to protect your site against uh, the most common hacks. There is the .htaccess maker, which uh, currently works on Apache and other servers that support .htaccess files, making sure that um, the bad guys cannot have access to um, random files on your server. And we're also working on an Nginx configuration maker for the next release. So even if you have an Nginx server, you can generate pretty much the same thing as uh, the .htaccess file for Apache. That's pretty cool. A lot of really cool advancements and more add-ons to that. Yep. Cool. Now, you've actually done a lot of work that's kind of similar to this in the latest version of Joomla 3.2 as well. Yes. And you've done a lot of the security work in the latest version, to be, to be exact. Can, yep. can you just name a couple and uh, give a really brief, brief rundown of what you, what you did and okay. what you helped contribute to? So the first thing was two-factor authentication. It was a feature that I had added in Admin Tools Professional uh, about two years ago. So the version in Admin Tools, it was pretty much the beta. And the culmination of this effort was what is, has gone in in Joomla 3.2. Instead of logging in to your site using just a username and password that can be stolen, you also need to provide something 
that you have. So it can either be a six-digit code that changes every 30 seconds provided by Google Authenticator, an application running on your smartphone, or you can use a secure hardware token, which is called YubiKey. Uh, it's an inexpensive one. You can get one for like 25 US dollars. Um, and, and what else was there uh, added in terms of security? Uh, the, I heard there was something around okay. Bcrypt. In terms of security, the other great feature that was added in Joomla 3.2, not by me, it was uh, Bcrypt encryption for all the passwords. Um, up until now, we were using salted MD5 like most projects out there, but the problem is that this can be cracked quite easily if you have a, a rather inexpensive uh, device. Uh, using Bcrypt, this is uh, becoming a lot harder, so we're increasing massively the security of the stored passwords. Even if someone gets your database, they will have a very hard time cracking the passwords. It's really cool to see, to see and hear all those new security features that have Absolutely. been added in. Yep. Now, I don't know if you remember, but I think it was back in maybe 2009, we were both developing something at the same time for uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> a thing called Crazy Egg. Do you remember that? Yes, yes. Uh, it, it was uh, something really strange because uh, Crazy Egg had contracted um, another guy to do this work. He outsourced this work to me. So as soon as I gave back my plugins and they published them, you came with your own version of the same plugin. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, what the hell happened here? Because <laughs> I saw it and I thought, oh, Crazy Egg, I use that all the time. I'll make a plugin for it because that's the point in time when I... Yeah. was getting into the Joomla community. And he thought, ah, oh, I can make plugins. Yeah, I was, I was really pissed off because I had just <laughs> delivered the plugin but had not gotten any payment for that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, what happened here? <laughs> <laughs> and then suddenly there's another one up there. Out, yeah, out there's there another well. crazy guy from Australia using uh, pretty much the same code. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, I'm, I'm trying to remember the code now. It's, um, I think it was like a eight unique uh, ID key yeah, of some it, it sort. Yeah, it was a Nate character uh, yeah. unique string in three lines of JavaScript. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, you spit it out and, yeah, three lines of JavaScript. And, yeah, and so th that was it, it, it was pretty much, uh, it, it could only be done in, in one way, so we both did it the same way. Mm. Yeah. yeah, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I remember all these, like, um, emails and the whole Twitter space, like, uh, went in a yeah. uproar as well. I was like, What's going on? Yeah, Who are these you take people? My code? What do you mean I took your code? You took my note. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it was crazy. Yep, yep. And I think we owe each other a beer. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Sorry about all that happened back in 2009. Yeah, I vaguely remember that. But yeah, it was, it was very interesting. And um, it's interesting how the whole community gets behind each other and supports each other. Or... Yes flips around the other way too. But I think a lot of that has actually changed now these days and it's all like really supportive and really, really nice conversations these days. Yes, we have learned to work with each other. I know. What happened? <laughs> uh, what happened? Well, massive numbers of Joomla events, global Joomla events. Uh, as a community, we learned how to communicate better with each other. Mm -hmm. It was a tough process. It took us a few years but I think that now we have reached the point where we can collaborate instead of fighting off each other. Yep. And these big events like where we're at the moment, the Joomla World Conference in Boston 2013, where you can actually meet face-to-face. -face, Absolutely. Have a beer. Yes. Some of us have had too much beer. 
But yes, it's yeah, those. I, I was holding off after the third beer. <laughs> <laughs> Some of us have a bit of control, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. Really, Nicholas, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. Thank it's you been very, a very, very much. <laughs> Thanks. So a couple of takeaway points from that. Now, Nicholas created Akiba Backup from the need or the desire to actually make his processes easier for migrating a website from one server to another. And this is something that I have found. And I've also been told by uh, Brian Tiemann from other extensions that he's used and other uh, people that he's spoken to in the community as well, that the extensions that do really well and sell really well in the community are the ones that you'd actually use yourself. So you can create all these fancy jQuery effects, these uh, crazy modules that do all sorts of slideshows and uh, photo gallery uh, applications, but if you don't find that type of plugin useful, if you don't find that you're installing it on every single website that you have, then maybe it won't do that well in the community. If you're thinking about developing an extension, think about the needs of your users and maybe even your own needs and requirements when playing around with Joomla itself. Because pretty sure if you're having an issue with something within the CMS, other people are having that same issue. And fixing those issues and creating an extension that really helps around it is, I think, really the key to creating something really cool and really special for the rest of the community. Just like Nicholas did with Akiba Backup and Admin Tools. Each one of the features that came into Admin Tools and Akiba Backup came from the community and people requesting some of these bits and pieces to get into it. And as it evolved and grew, more and more of those features were added into the core or into the pro version of the extension itself, uh, creating a better product over time. So really, really do think about what your pet hates are, and what you can create to make your life easier uh, when using Joomla. And that will make a really good extension. Now, another key learning point from the interview also was uh, don't go around copying other people's extensions because people will find out and people will complain. Not saying that either of us did copy. It was very interesting in the fact that we were both developing very similar stuff uh, in parallel at that point in time. There was only really one way of developing it and hence uh, it, it kind of really uh, popped up in a very similar fashion. But if you're using code from another developer, make sure you credit them. Make sure you say where you got that little piece of code from, especially if you use an external library such as a jQuery upload uh, function or library or anything else that you may be using from another developer. Make sure you credit them and make sure you check the license so that you can actually use their code within your extension and uh, potentially on-sell it or uh, maybe have to keep it open source. Uh, which is usually the way that things are. And probably the last key learning from that quick little interview is uh, communication. Uh, a lot of us developers and designers, developers, are usually hiding behind our computer screens, uh, maybe in isolation, working in the dark, working late at night. 
I saw a very interesting quote uh, that I saw on Twitter that I might post up on the uh, show notes as well. But uh, it, it's very interesting that we're, we're, most of us are in isolation when we work. It's really good to make sure that we get out to the, maybe the user groups, networking sessions, these conferences all around the world, these fantastic Joomla days, and actually network with other people. We can learn so much off each other, and we can actually achieve a lot more. If you have a look at the Joomla Day Netherlands uh, Twitter feed, uh, and the storified notes that are put online, you can see that uh, it was a, a really cool bug squashing night on the very first night where a whole room of developers and testers got together and played around with the Joomla code, did a whole bunch of patches and updates. And this happens quite often at a lot of the Joomla days. And it's a really great way to collectively sit together, work on problems and solve them really, really quickly and really effectively. It's a great way when when you have so many great minds together in one room to get things done quite effectively and quite quickly. So a great little interview, and hopefully you all enjoyed that uh, just as much as I did when I spoke to him back in uh, 2013 at the Joomla World Conference. Now, Nicholas has a absolutely fantastic product that Nicholas makes. Make sure you check out Akiba Backup if you have not seen it yet. It is seriously the best piece of software, be the best extension for Joomla out there that I have ever used, and it is on every last single one of our Joomla websites. It backs up our sites onto the Amazon S3 on a regular basis, so we don't really need to check uh, each and every single website. We don't need to get in there and manually invoke a backup system. It will n- it will normally do that on a nightly basis because we've set up some automated scripts to actually do that, and Akiba Backup has allowed us to do those backups on a nightly basis. So we always have a fresh up-to-date backup that we can pull down and restore from at any moment. So it's really, really good piece of software. Uh, Nicholas also does uh, admin tools uh, and a whole bunch of other things as well, a Kiba release system for extension developers and also a Kiba subscriptions. But I think that's being rebuilt at the moment as well. And uh, a lot of his work has actually inspired me to go out and write my own extensions and uh, get them out on the market and sell them to the rest of the community or give them away for free. So hopefully uh, some of that really inspires you as well. So if you're thinking about creating some extensions for Joomla, check out some of Nicholas's stuff. It's really inspiring. It's a really good starting place. He's also the creator of Framework on Framework, which is a part of the Joomla 3 core now as well, which makes things really quick and easy to build extensions in Joomla, uh, I believe. I'll, I'll put together a few notes around that, but I really have to get someone in to talk a little bit more about Framework on Framework or FOF to really get into the meat of that and really understand why it's there, uh, why it was created, and how people can take advantage of that to build extensions uh, quickly and easily within the Joomla system as well. You've been listening to, you've been listening to the Joomla Beat podcast together the community of designers, developers, fans and users from around the globe. Around the globe. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B. Joomla B.